Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And Taylor Neighbors. Hello. Today, Delaney, Haley, and I will be recapping uh, Chapter 4 of Volume 5 of Ruby Lighting the Fire, uh, we've been recapping Ruby every week here at the Overly Animated Podcast for Volume 5, and we'd also covered Volumes 3 and 4. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Ruby to subscribe to us on iTunes or subscribe to us on YouTube if you're listening there to not miss any of our future Ruby recaps. Um, yeah, this episode came out today on Rooster Teeth first. Spoilers for this episode if you have not yet seen it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I, w- I want to get right into this one. A lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. Very excited, Delaney. You, what did you think of lighting the fire? Oh my God, Weiss and Yang! <laughs> like I was about to, like I was actually going, like I was going to explode. Like I was, like I swear to God, I'm like I can't handle this. If Weiss escapes, like before Yang gets there, I'm gonna die. And then there was like 30 seconds where I thought it wasn't the right camp, and I was like, I'm gonna die. Like this is gonna be the worst thing ever. <laughs> Like, I'm going to explode. And then they crushed the tit. And I was like, yes. I was like, I'm like, I'm in bed with my girlfriend. I just start yelling. I'm like, <gasps> they're there. Yes. Uh, everything. Finally, it was. Uh, and then, like, they hug. And I'm, like, crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. I miss them so much. It was. I don't think anyone predicted this combination meeting first. But I don't care. Also, it's really stupid and random that Raven, that Raven's semblance is making portals. Whatever. But I don't care. That means they're all going to be next. They're all going to be together next episode. I'm just super uh, excited about it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Nothing matters. Yeah, we'll see. Finally. We'll see about that. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I'm skeptical. Yeah, we would we, no, We've been talking about how this is based on where the plot is moving. This was what made the most sense to happen first. Uh, but it's like the least, uh, the pair, the combination of the team Ruby that has like the least emotional connection behind it. So maybe we're ramping up into the, the reunions now starting but off. But then they hugged and it was fun. Yeah. But this was, I think this is way more emotional than anyone expected for us. I was mm-hmm. crying. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> our, our freezer burn reunion. Finally. The, the big oh freezer burn episode that everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she says, I missed you so much. And I was like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yes. Like, I'm so happy. Oh, my God. So, like, I don't care about literally anything that happened in the episode other than this. Um, okay. It's, I don't know. I like, I, okay, again, like, that's all I cared about. So I was like, yes, you did something I liked. A plus episode. Yes, finally. Because you never do anything I like show. Oh, my God. Yeah. But yeah. I was really happy about it. I don't think the episode was bad overall, other than, like, I needed the creep guy to, like, go away immediately. But we did get the satisfaction of Yang beating the crap out of him. Yeah, that, at least that was the purpose of his character. Yeah, okay. And then I literally don't remember what else. Oh, uh, well, the root. Uh, we'll we'll like, go over the, it. We'll go over it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's plenty. Well, there's plenty to get into here. Yeah, you you talked about the most important things. That's that's good. Yeah, Haley, uh, thoughts on lighting the fire? I liked it a lot, actually. I think there was at least thinking back to it. I don't think there was any like overtly bad or even necessarily super boring scene, and that was really good. And just seeing part of team Ruby actually being together and like touching each other. And like, they were, they're not going anywhere. Like it was nuts. And it was kind of like, it was kind of startling. I think also because, um, cause you know how in season four, they switched over to a little bit of a different um, animation style. And it was a weird thing to see them, in this newer, cleaner animation style. And it was like, oh, like it made me realize how long it's been since we've <laughs> actually seen them together. <laughs> and that was like, oh, I was jumping up in my seat. I was watching this at work and I was like losing it in a quiet little corner at work. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it was all good. Yeah, but that- yeah, it was it was great. I was a big fan. It was, I, I think this is probably, without all of the, uh, freezer burn and yang things i think this is kind of like yeah it's a good happy like good chill episode and then all the yang stuff and like seeing her kick butt and meeting up with weiss that just elevated this episode like crazy for me so 
Nice. Very positive. Very positive. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's a good, it's a good point that, uh, we were several animation innovations, uh, past, uh, the last time to any members of team Ruby have interacted. So that at first I was like, what, like, I know this looks weird because I haven't seen it for a while, but something else is weird about this. And then I realized what it was. The show just looks much better now. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, this is going to be the rare, I think, love fest on on this podcast. This is the best Ruby episode in years, um, I would say. Um, I actually have. Yeah. I was looking back. I was looking back at this. This is the best episode since it's not actually been that long since January second, twenty sixteen, with beginning of the end, which is one of my favorite episodes of Ruby. It's the Cinder flashback episode, um, the origins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in the middle of volume three. I think this episode's by far better than anything last season and um, better than half of the, the second half of volume three. And um, it is, of course, the freezer burn hug at the end, which is one of the, the be- best <laughs> moments in a long time on the show. Um, I'm just I'm very, very happy with the way they did that. Uh, it's it, you, you might think that since they didn't care to reunite Ruby sooner that they might not have given the necessary emotional weight to uh, any sort of reunion between any of them, but they do seem to get it. Like they, this is a big moment and it was treated as a big moment in the show. Um, this is like even bigger of an emotional response than I would have expected. Uh, even if, you know, you know, even if, even if the show had been adequately, um, handling team, team Ruby before this. So I was thrilled with the ending, but I also loved the rest of the episode. I think the Yang fight scene in the beginning is also one of my favorite scenes in years on this show. Um, this, it's, it's comparable to the Weiss fighting the, uh, Lancers, uh, two episodes ago in that I think that the Yang fighting these nonsense bandits and Weiss fighting the Lancers is just better. I just like it more than anything that happened in volume four. Um, so this is like three scenes that I already in four episodes now in the season, two of them are from this episode that I liked more than anything last season. This is a, a very promising start. Um, even the nonsense, uh, uh, Ruby, uh, Oscar stuff, I think was very happy and I think it was very well done. Um, it's, it's just, it's just a really well done episode. I think the, the flaws maybe the biggest flaw comes with Yang talking to Raven, which I don't think is, is as spectacular or even necessarily, um, sensical of a conversation as it could be. Um, but that's okay. Uh, there's nothing, there's nothing that, there's nothing bad here, and there's a lot of big positives. I actually think this is an actively good episode of television, and, um, definitely the best review we've gotten in a while. So it's, it's, and I, I, I think this, this is a, a response I've seen from, from other people as well as in our Discord and, um, seeing, seeing a lot of po- positive reactions elsewhere in, in the Ruby fandom. People are very excited for the freezer burn. Um, our, our, yes. our Yang and Weiss, uh, Delaney, is, is this a, is, is, has, has freezer burn shot up, uh, your shipping, your Ruby shipping charts, uh, now <laughs> after this hug? I mean, basically they haven't been together forever. Like, I don't care if they have an like I said, like, like I'm so over it right now. Like, oh my god. Like, uh, I mean, obviously it was adorable, and it was so precious. It's also funny because Yang is so much taller than White. Like, yeah, I never noticed that before. Yeah, the height, the height difference was quality. The height difference was on display. Yeah, yeah uh, Weiss is lifted off the ground uh, in in the hub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's wearing like heeled boots all the time. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's it, this. This isn't this isn't a combination that I feel like has gotten a ton of screen time on on the show before. No, but there, not at all. there definitely have been uh, one or two moments uh, previously. Yeah, like they were partnered up in what is it, Volume Three, when they like the final fight for them. They were the team up as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, but but since then and before then, even we haven't had a ton of time with just the two of them. Yeah, it, it, well, we haven't had a ton of time with really any of them, but uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Haley, were you you were feeling the freezer burn here? Oh, totally. I just thought it was so adorable and completely unexpected for Weiss to be so affectionate with Yang because she's always because I feel like she's very like she loves the whole team, but she she holds her emotions in pretty well, um, and that's like part of her character, you know. Um, so it was really neat to see her just like be like, oh, yay, and like give her a big hug and drop her sword and everything. And that was really awesome. Um, and I liked their little uh, like little banter once they had seen each other, which was kind of nice to have back um, on the show and everything. I wish I, we saw them actually fight. because That would have been so cool. But uh, yeah, I was a big, big fan of it. And I think this is like you were saying, Dylan, 
this kind of makes sense if they're going to ramp up the emotion. It makes sense to start with this partnership because they don't have a ton of history compared to the rest of the pairings uh, on the show. So it works out well. But yeah, I was I was very, very happy with how they handled this. Yeah, you if, if this is if this is like this high emotion for Yang and Weiss, like what's yeah, what's gonna right. what's gonna happen when our our two team team our t- uh, teammates are, are reunited with uh, Ruby Weiss and, and Yang Blake? So um, I don't I don't have faith that it'll, <laughs> that it'll be big like this to be honest. But white uh, like if, if like if we have a big white rose, Hank, like oh my god, I, 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 I'll die. Yeah, I was already. I to be honest, I, I this isn't something I've ever shipped. Free, I ever have shipped freezer burn, but I'm just so desperate for any. Female 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 things like this i would be very happy with with them being a couple like this is i was totally about this here i'm very excited to see like well depending on what the future episodes are i'm excited to see them kind of traveling together and working together as well because i think that'll be pretty neat to see also just seeing any of team ruby actually interacting with each other for extended periods of time yeah. is a treat absolutely yeah and they're they're they seem firmly reunited now um i think Haley, you brought up a great point before about um this being weiss's huge emotional reaction in the, in this to, mm-hmm. to seeing yang um i think this is um just we've, we've talked a lot about how some characters in the show not necessarily handled great but really weiss has shined in her character development the past few seasons and and regardless of anything else they've done a really good job with weiss and i think this is another great example this is one of the best i think character uh moments that the show's had and um i know we criticize the writing a lot on the show and but i, I really think huge props to to miles and to carrie for um this because i think this is a really realistic thing that fits with weiss's entire character arc on ruby at first you know weiss goes into you know volume one as the kind of emotionally repressed um just uh, she keeping to herself like it doesn't have a lot of social experience and uh team ruby really opens her up that's it's hard to remember this this time in the series but this is like the big weiss arc in volumes one and two like opens up her worldview with um with faunuses but also just opens up her, her her up emotionally and um she's had to kind of regress into this emotionally repressed state when uh being back at home and to see someone who represents like this who, who represented that uh that progression for her and um like her maybe being able to be more of her true self and just to see yang again who's like a symbol of all of that for her i i totally buy that this is exactly how she'd react she'd just be uh just really expressive and really go back into that uh end of vo- more end of volume two type type weiss state so i i just i really love this for weiss's character and i i'm i'm at zero zero complaints incredibly happy with this ending scene um mm-hmm. i even i even like the music cue we have the instrumental part of home i think from the end of last season playing it, it's wonderful um just yeah very 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 in love with with this hug um it's it's uh are, are we shipping it is, is it happening the freezer burn do we think the show could do this <laughs> i i personally like no objections to it but i don't actively ship it i feel like it's a really good um like platonic female to female just relationship but if you want to ship freezer burn i'm no way in any shape or form stopping you or doubting you because this was a great little interaction as well but i just really like it as like like they're friends and they're kind of this team is almost like they became a family as well um, through all they've been through and just being separated from each other for so long. That's going to, and also she was just in a cage. Like she was just kidnapped. <laughs> like She's going through a lot of emotions yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but not an active freezer burn shipper myself, but I can totally see why people would be. Now Delaney, we know that you are one of the only ladybug shippers in existence. This is the natural pairing to ladybug uh the freezer burn <laughs> so does that mean that you that you're in on this i mean i would be in on it like again like you said i'm also desperate for any sort of like female female <laughs> romance in this show um it was adorable but i mean i am a firm like bumblebee shipper also yeah that, that contradicts like, but okay hello <laughs> but like just wait for that reunion I'm gonna That's die. It's great. fine. Yeah. Um. I mean, I also, I also, I ship all of them together at like in all basic in all the combinations except for obviously like Yang Ruby because no. But yeah, don't worry, people ship that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. No, no, no. But like, I mean, I'm not. Again, I don't care. Like, I mean, if 
if they're going to do a pairing, like I honestly don't care which one it is. Like if I was, like if two of them are going to be together, I'm like awesome. <laughs> yeah, let, let's just do any of it. And speaking, but of- I was feeling it. Like I was feeling freezer burn. Yeah. Yeah, hard, hard not to with the, with the, with the hug at the end of this episode. Speaking of Bumblebee, uh, one of the more interesting things we talked about on last podcast was how last episode establishes different timelines for Blake's story and Ruby's story. Um, based on last episode, Blake's story is happening a month in the past from when Ruby's, the, the current Ruby in, um, Blake and Menagerie versus Ruby and Mistral. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. so Blake's a month behind and we were worried because we, the, the talk was, okay, in theory, Weiss and Yang should be meeting each other next episode. But now that we know that Blake and Ruby are in different timelines, who knows where, uh, Yang and Weiss are relation to these other storylines. Um, but now we know that Yang and Weiss are are happening at the same time we still do not know if they're happening at the same time as ruby or blake my guess would be that they are happening at the same time as ruby and that blake is just a month behind everyone i thought blake would be a month ahead right in in the in last episode they say um they specifically say two months until school starts and uh in the speech that blake's dad's giving and then ruby they say a month until the term starts um, so I guess Blake in relation to the present, Blake is a month ahead. Cause she, she, what we're seeing is a month behind the Ruby stuff that we're seeing. So the, okay. the result of this, um, is that Blake could just randomly appear at any time. now. Yeah. Like we don't know where she yeah. is. Right. Because we only have a, uh, we only have a sense of where she is in the past. So I think that this is, this is good because we've, we've been very worried that three members of team Ruby would reunite and Blake's on a different continent. So she wouldn't be, she wouldn't get there until the end of the season or something. Now we have mm-hmm. an out to that though, because Blake has had time to travel to the, the main continent. And I think it's very in play that she joins up with the rest of them uh, at, at some point soon. Yes. Yeah, okay. like we get a scene with her figuring something out or whatever, and she's like, I gotta get to Mistral, and then, like, the next episode she shows up or something. I could totally see that happening. Should be really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Now, that being said, I don't know if I'm expecting us to portal to Ruby right away here. Uh, I don't, that's, Please. That seems too easy. It seems too easy, but I'm also, I would not be mad if it happened. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah, we, we can hope so. Maybe we'll revisit this, but um, yeah, the very very happy to conclude this as the as the the yang and and weiss storylines here speaking i guess sticking on yang for a little bit um so two weeks ago andy had complained that um yang's motivation up to this point like yang's motivation as seeing raven did not make sense because we thought she was going to ruby and everything we would see seen from her character would indicate that she would go to ruby not raven and Mm -hmm. we learned in this episode that it was a misdirect so kudos to the show for not having this really bad logically but I don't really understand what they're doing in this episode because um, I, I, Raven at some point is like, yeah, if you lo- if you want to see your sister so much, why didn't you just go to her? And um, I agree. <laughs> why, why didn't you just do that? Yeah, you could have just followed the other fork in the road. I think this, this seems like it's just like a very convenient thing to do plot wise. Um, I just think like I get the portal logic. She could be anywhere in Anima. No, she's she couldn't. She's at the city. Like, obviously, that's where she's going. Yeah. So um, it might be a thing as well where. Like, as we've established, timelines are not um, necessarily parallel with each other. So maybe, like, from when she turned at that crossroads, the camp, the the rebel camp is, like, a 10-minute drive down the road, whereas Mistral is way farther. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you never know, right? But it, I was also confused <laughs> for a little while. Their, their whole conversation was a little illogical, which I'm sure we'll get into, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anything's possible. That's that's a that's a good take. That um, this is a way for Yang to catch up to Ruby. Like this is just faster. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's really what the episode presented. I might buy that a little yeah. more. Um, but we did spend basically. Remember last season where like Ruby and the gang they spent the whole season walking, whereas yes. Yang caught up to them in. 10 seconds in the last episode on a motorcycle like yeah true true, yeah and when was that scene in relation to anything okay okay so it's not the biggest deal it's just um it it felt just like a contrived plot thing to to have yang interact with raven i mean it's stupid but like i'm fine at this point that it happened because it wasn't together yeah it wasn't a natural logical like human brain systeming thing to do like you have to actually think about it more so and like okay let's let's piece together the timeline of all of these episodes but so i think that's probably why it felt a little weird yeah 
Um, but uh, yeah, I think as Lenny said, the important thing is that uh, like this this makes this fits with Yang's character. She's after Ruby, and it reunites them. Yeah. So um, like exactly, this this is it's whatever. It's the end result is fine. Um, but we do have this big uh, kind of Yang Raven speech. I think we're gonna get more on it next week because they're gonna Raven apparently is gonna is gonna spill the tea on Ospin uh, next week about <laughs> about what's not asterisk next week. We'll talk about that at the end. But um, next episode with uh, with Yang and Raven finally talking. This is a big thing this was the volume two post-credit scene um which we still don't know if it's real i think and um but yeah this has been a big thing for yang's character she talks with raven um delaney what did what did you think of just the two of them talking as i don't know kind of mother daughter here well it was really funny because they're like being sassy and it was just like like it was just funny raven like appreciated like you just came in and beat up all of my men (laughs) to come yell at me because you want me to send you somewhere like mother, like daughter. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, it was super awkward, though, because, like, it's not like the voice acting was bad. It was just, like, they'd be talking in a normal tone of voice, and then Raven would yell, like, she's, like, talking to the entire camp. And I'm like, please stop. Like, this is really awful. <laughs> and, like, it was like it was so stupid. And I was like, please. Oh, uh, no, the entire conversation was, like, ridiculous. Um, Raven just feels like a wooden block who can talk. Yeah. It was just, mm-hmm. so it was kind of painful to watch. But I'm kind of seeing like they're similar. Like you can see that and like how they talk and stuff. Um, I just really enjoyed Yang's side of the conversation, like yelling at her. And like when she got really mad at her, like that was great. Um, it was still like really weird. Like I, this definitely displayed just how like poorly, how poor the writing can be. And I think that was like, to me, this is like why this episode isn't like amazing because this scene was like awful. But, like, I'm glad that they talked. Like, I'm interested to see how, how they're going to do in a more actual, like, having a conversation versus this weird, like, trying to have a conversation and then she's talking to the whole camp and it was, like, super weird. Yeah. I don't know why this needed to she be She's being of... very, like, join, like, it was very, like, join us, but she said it without saying it and it was just really weird. Like, I didn't like it. Yeah. It was, it's weird that this took place in front of her, everyone, um, but, yeah, and we'll, I'll talk about Raven's character in a second. I did, I did like, yeah, that, uh that Raven ultimately did want Yang to just stay there with her. So that was, that was kind of the sweetest moment they've had, I guess. But um, yeah. Hey, I don't know. Haley, what did you think of this scene? I thought it was like you were saying, Delaney, I think it was a little just awkward at parts. And I think it's also probably a byproduct of them having figured out that uh, like, okay, so we have to get Yang to Raven and then Raven's going to tell us something that's going to spur other storylines in this season, but they weren't really sure how to figure out how Yang would stay with Raven for any length of time. Because I feel like the, the logic of Raven being like, like it it probably takes her no effort to just make a portable and portal. And she clearly like, maybe she cares for Yang, but she doesn't really seem to be like seeking her out so they can have a life together or anything. So I don't, I didn't really understand why she wouldn't just make a portal and be like, okay, see you later, like, bye bye. And then she'd be gone. So I hope that when Raven and Yang are talking next episode or whenever they, that scene comes, um, that she actually has a good reason for not sending Yang. Um, I don't know, like, like she's motherly protection or whatever thing. Uh, cause the, for most of the conversation, I was, like two steps behind each word because I was trying to figure out what what the logic and the thinking was of what they were saying. Because I thought Yang's argument was perfectly valid. It was like, just send me. You can do it. Why not? And Raven wasn't up for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was a little weird. But I think the place that we got to by the end of the conversation is good. But the writing could have been definitely could have been improved. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely the worst part of the episode. I don't think it's like an awful awful scene. It's it's just a classic Ruby uh dialogue which doesn't really have a, a great semblance of logic to it. Um no pun intended. It's just the it's just the it just has like a bunch of stuff that they want to get in crammed in and it's it, it just bounces back and forth and it doesn't it, nothing relates makes a lot of sense. I was just I was just lost uh for watching it for the first time in like really Yang came to Raven all this way to make her portal to Ruby. That's what we're doing. Like that was the big hang up for me. Oh and yeah, that was like yeah. what? Yeah. It was like are you serious? Yeah, so I just think the concept they were just they were so far behind with the concept of it that like this scene never could have been it was never great, but I th- I thought it was like 
like fine. I, I really, I think one of the biggest things though is that for me, Raven is just not a good character. Um, and Delaney mentioned the voice acting. I think her voice actress really does not match her design. Um, it just, I just don't really get any part of Raven's character. Um, this no, I wish she had kind of like like a deeper, gruffer voice, kind of, because I feel like her voice actress kind of sounds like almost robotic at times. And it doesn't seem to match with her demeanor of like wearing a grim mask all the time, and she's this intimidating yeah. bandit leader. Right, but right, I'm just I'm just yeah, not sure know. what Raven's character is supposed to is she supposed to be like this this really tough gr- like uh, that that you might think because I don't just haven't gotten the sense that sense of her for anything except like no. the the time Raven's character clicked was when she was fighting at the end of Volume Two in the finale. Like that's when she was mm-hmm. good, and every every time I've seen her since, I just like I don't really get her. Um, I think yeah, I, like why do her followers respect and fear her? Like, how do you get a tribe? Like, how did any yeah, of this exactly. happen? Like, what did she do? Sense? Yeah, so like yeah. I, that's just the biggest problem for me. And I say, and um, it's it's whatever. If she's not that important of a character, it's not a big deal. But uh, it's that's a big reason why it doesn't really click here. Click here for me. Um, a thing, yeah, things that I think we talked about most things that happened during that conversation, but yeah, we do learn the Raven's semblance, um, is that when she bonds to people, she can make a portal to get you straight to them and that she has, uh, she can, as, as far as Yang knows, she can make portals to Taiyang, Yang and Crow. Um, this, this is explains the random portaling that we saw in the volume two finale with Raven, with Raven. So this was a necessary thing for the show to, at some point address, um, I thought it was her sword this whole time, but yeah, and I was I like, know. where did she get this magical sword? But this, although it seems kind of far fetched and like kind of convenient, I preferred this explanation to she just has a fancy sword, which is what I always thought it was for a while. Yeah, I, I don't. I thought that she was maybe some. I, I maybe I thought she was all powerful or something at that. Like I didn't really know. Like yeah, well yeah, she's like ripping right. holes in the fabric of reality. Yeah. Like that's pretty dramatic. Well, so one one thing this episode, this is a big component of this. One thing this episode I think does really well that previous episodes have failed on is it just it lays out things explicitly for you that were previously not laid out on the show. And um, it's a, we're in volume five, and we're. Finally, finally, vaguely understanding semblances. Right, this, uh, volume five. Yeah. Um, auras and semblances are better explained in this episode than they are any at any point previously in the series. This uh, th- That's another thing. This episode, like, tells me that to a certain extent, Miles and Carrie and everyone behind the team, like, they, like, get that some of the things that they've been doing wrong. Because I think that this episode addresses a lot of bad things the show's been doing, primarily under-explaining or semblances and other mythology behind the show. That's like number one. Number two, we get that we've been holding Ruby apart, for Team Ruby apart for too long. Like we we get to it as fast as I thought was possible this season. Basically, like this is basically the fastest they could have done it. So I, yeah, I, I, I I'm just I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty um, optimistic for the season because like I get the sense that um, they're trying to fix things, and I haven't really gotten the sense before from from them for the show. Um, but yeah, this like we yeah. So we explain the the Raven semblance. Do you do you, do you like this Delaney as uh, she can make portals to people? I mean, obviously the concept is cool, but then it's also like, is what are the limit to semblances? <laughs> like, is she just a flighty person? Does she have strong bonds to people? Like, I don't like what. Right. What? Right. As like it's like it's cool. Like I'm like I wish I could do that. Teleporting is super. Well, see, she makes portals. That's the other. Like it's not like she like. Like, it's a different between, like, I think there's a difference between, like, teleporting and por- portal. Yeah, like, to yeah. me, it's weirder that she can make portals. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, right. Like, Yang wants to use yeah. her to use a portal to get to Ruby. Like, in theory, Raven does not need to come with her. So it's not that she, it's no. not that Raven's just apparating. Like, she she's just physically mm-hmm. making the portal. Yeah. And it's like, and then it's limited to people she has strong connections with, which is kind of like the dumbest yeah, like what point in a relationship do you get a portal? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, who decides that? Is it like right? third base? Like, yeah. it's just like you know what semblance gods. I like this person a lot. Let's make a portal. Like, what what happens? There? At what point was she like, or, or like, did she just use it to terrorize like crow? Like, I would do that. Like, oh, I'm sure. Just did she? What point in her? Okay, this may get biological, but when she's pregnant with Yang. <laughs> what's happening okay, there okay so, okay did not know 
I don't know. I'm I'm not getting it. Pass on getting into that. But yeah, I think think it's an interesting point that Delaney brought up about uh, Ren in this episode explains that semblances um, might relate to who, like your personality. Um, So I I like that. Like, does this, does this mean that Raven, um, does does she form particularly close bonds? I think that's probably what they're going for. Like, I think this is eventually going to relate to the, like the old team Ruby with uh, like her and and Ty Yang and stuff like that. So like, I I think that this is going to come into play and that she's has these close relationships with these key uh like adult figures on the show i wonder if she has one with um the spring maiden because the spring maiden's been there for a little while and they seem like buddy buddy so i don't know that would be an interesting like uh plot moving thing right yeah definitely i'd be able to if they ever get separated yeah that would uh yeah yeah yeah, vernal uh is the as we learned last episode is the spring maiden is that her name vernal yep that's that is a terrible name. Yep. Yeah. We, yep, we, we, I want to like we, figure out what that means. Vern, Vernal Equinox. Yep. We talked about that last week. Um, oh. So uh, it's it's so we learn more about her though in that she can lightning in this in this episode. Very exciting. Yeah, Delaney. So first of all, Delaney, uh, we didn't get your impressions of Vernal after we met her last week, and also, what do you think of her lightning bending? Okay, so <laughs> she's like cool. She's clearly like homo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very punk uh i guess the lightning thing like that's cool it doesn't make a lot of sense but sure they all just have different element powers it's chill it's whatever well didn't the fall maiden shoot down some lightning at one point yeah i feel like I, I've, that, yeah, right? I've seen speculation that this might mean that all the maidens have the same powers uh, i don't think we've seen enough to make that jump but yeah this does seem to be something they're straight up avatars basically basically yeah, yeah. like it's all nature based powers yeah, for the most the part blue people yeah no this it's something that uh <laughs> yeah it's like yeah it's something that we've seen the the fall men do so it's it, that's interesting yeah uh, delaney uh she's uh clearly homo uh 20 2017 yes. yep um yeah, yeah literally like... everyone is talking about that so <laughs> this is this is not just the lady for once um but uh what are you shipping her with raven delaney is that a thing no, I don't know. I don't <laughs> ship her with anybody. She's been on screen for like. She took Weiss's sword. I don't like her. No. What do you mean you don't like her? She took Weiss's sword. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she was mean to Weiss, so I don't like her. Yeah, but yeah, would you think that this is the, they've been promising the gay character forever, Delaney? Do you think that this is the the gay character? If it's her, I'm be mad. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Yeah, so we'll see what they do with Vernal. Um, I wouldn't hate it based on I have no clue what their age difference is, but I wouldn't hate her and raven being together yeah because then we have raven being at least bi so that would be cool Yeah, that's true that'd be two characters that'd be cool yeah Yeah. we'll see yeah double whammy (laughs) yes so yeah we see we will be on vernal watch i mean she's gonna be a key part of the season as we know that everyone's everyone's trying to get her so um yeah and she does not want to go i think she would put up a fight yeah yeah, pro- probably we we previously thought that Ruby might reunite with them at the uh, Bronwyn camp because they're mm-hmm. they're expected to go after the the maiden. So we'll see if that's a thing or if uh, Yang and Weiss portal to uh, Mistral before that. Um, I think that's everything from that scene. Um, the other Yang stuff was the beginning with the the fight with the Bronwyn tribe people, the creep from two episodes ago. Um, I really like this fight scene. Like this, like uh, basically everything that I said that uh, two weeks ago about the Lancer fight scene. Um, I said that this is reminiscent of volumes one and two Ruby. Um, it's just a simple character focused fight scene with awesome music in the background. Um, it like was, it felt well paced. It was like awesome to watch. It like is just getting back to the music video origins of this, this show's fight scenes. Everything applies to this scene as well. Um, so like, I'm very happy that we just, we did it again. We have, I think I'll take these two fight scenes over everything last season. Um, I just, I just really loved, I love the song they use behind it. This is just a great showcase for Yang being awesome. Um, I was all about it. Mm-hmm. It was also cool too, because I noticed that, um, it wasn't until the end when she was with Raven and getting emotionally riled up, but during this fight scene, as far as I can remember, Yang didn't use her semblance, which seems to be something that she's been working on in terms of her fighting styles, is to not just rely on that. So that was awesome. And to see her do so many cool little moves and everything, it really kind of cemented for me that she is very good at hand-to-hand combat. Um, and uh, yeah, and I thought it was a neat detail too when they were, I guess, escorting her to Raven 
like they added bruise marks to all the yeah. people yeah. that she beat up as well, which was like, yeah, go Yang, especially the creep dude. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, and hopefully Raven does uh, get angry at him. Like he suspected because he has it coming. Yeah. Uh, thoughts, thoughts Delaney on the scene. Oh, my favorite part of this scene is the beginning where she's like, is this all of you? Yeah. <laughs> Camps that way, right? <laughs> and just like, like, like freaks them out so much by I just don't... like notching her weapons. <laughs> They're it's like, so oh, good. no. Yeah. Like, I love it. Like, it's, she's so chill and she's like, okay, we're, this is going to take like five minutes. Let's hurry this up. So, like, I just like, especially when it's like the camps that way and they're like, uh, yeah, it's so good. And then, no, I agree with Dylan that like the fight was incredible and like I really enjoyed. No, I think definitely this fight is definitely like way better than anything that happened in volume four. Um, I did really like the Lancer fight, which I just watched today in my getting caught up process. And, um, but no, I really enjoyed this fight and. I'm just kind of disappointed that later we didn't get to see the knight like murder everyone in the camp. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he's like, darn it. Yeah, all it did was just it, grow really big to break her out of the thing. Right. Yeah. But it was I like, also thought that was hilarious when Weiss was like, okay, subtle, subtleties out the window and just like, Wah! giant knight. Was, okay, Weiss. But no, the fight's like super good. And like, I think it was really nice to show like how great she is at hand to hand combat versus like Ruby like trying to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very about that. Very about beating up the the guy from from the what is this episode one? I guess he was in. Like that was uh, that was yeah, that was the worst. Was. That was the worst scene in that episode. And um, yeah. this is and she beat him up extra, which is what mattered. Yeah, um, I think Haley briefly mentioned Yang's semblance. Um, I think as as much as we've been doing great with semblances this uh, this episode and explaining them, Yang's semblance we've further obfuscated this season. After last season, we thought mm-hmm. it was like okay, her semblance is the more she gets hit, the the more powerful she is, but. She now, I think again in this episode, maybe at the end with Weiss, she just seemingly unleashes her semblance immediately, mm-hmm. um, which is something that happened in episode one as well. Um, so the impression that they're giving off now is that her semblance is just, if she's just emotionally angry, then she powers up. Um, yeah, that seems to be what it is now. Right, but which is fine. Right. It's just definitely not what I thought was happening in volume three when, when we went <laughs> over this. So shrug. But then it would make sense in that she's becoming more restrained, which is like, Kind of some character development, yeah, I guess. Better control over it, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. It's hard to like rationalize semblances. Yeah. Well, we'll talk. Um, okay, that's a good. As we talked, it's a good segue. Okay, it's a good segue. But yeah. Uh, so we do. Okay, we talked about all the Yang and Y stuff, but now we need to get to the Ruby uh, Ranger scenes, and we need to start off. We'll table the semblance talk for a second, but both of you, Delaney especially, you've missed the hot talk of last week's podcast. Was what everyone's talking about? Everyone's new favorite ship. Mine included. <laughs> no. Mine included. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, Rose Garden, the Ruby and Oscar. Uh, Is that what it's uh, called? Rose, Rose Garden? Garden. I love it. Uh, oh, man. It was being heavily. It seemed we talked about how it was being pushed last episode. Um, Ruby and Oscar were. Oscar's kind of blushing. Ruby. Ruby is really smiling. And then this no. episode, they're fighting and they're being adorable. And Delaney, no. everyone, no, everyone's I'm shipping it. Kind Delaney. of on this. Ship. Whoa, oh, whoa. I'm okay. For no. First it. of all, okay. Table that for a second. Delaney, everyone's <laughs> shipping this, as you just heard from Haley. So is. <laughs> I'm shipping it, but within a margin of things as well, which we'll talk about. Uh, do you do you, do you buy that this is what the show is doing, and do you like it, Delaney? Uh, I 100 percent buy that the show is doing this because the show constantly exists to torture me. Um, I prefer it to Jean simply because Jean is awful and I hate him. But no, Oscar is also Ozpin, and they will eventually become one person, and that's just weird. Like, I know they're not the same person, but they're the same person, and it's weird, and I can't handle it. Like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Delaney, it's, isn't, it, isn't it cute, though? I mean, in the appearances of it's just being this cute, like, being Oscar and Ruby, obviously it's adorable. Oscar is tiny, and he's precious. But, like, no. What? You, what? You're saying they made it problematic by having him also be, be Ozpin? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> this show is incapable of doing something like this and not making it problematic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Haley, uh, you, you got to defend your claim that you're actually shipping this. Please elaborate. <laughs> so, okay, so here's the thing. I uh, I find with many shows, I don't normally like 
feel the romance very often like I feel like it's kind of forced a lot of time whereas this I was legitimately like oh it's so cute like they're just they make me happy just seeing them together and they're adorable and I think they match each other well the Ozpin thing kind of freaks me out um <laughs> so that's the thing where I was like feeling really happy about it and I was like oh, I like this little ship and then I was like oh no as he like morphed into Ozpin all of a sudden it's like that's that's a little creepy um but we could get into interesting chats about like the logistics of reincarnation and stuff like that. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. No. I feel like duh, I don't know. I like I think if it was maybe a different show where I trusted the writers a little bit more, I'd be like, oh yeah, all on it. They'll make it work, and it won't be creepy and like not pedophilia, but also kind of pedophilia. And whereas <laughs> I'm worried that this show. Might not do that, uh, and might not create uh, a very wholesome ship. But we'll see. At this point, if I just ignore that he's Ozpin, kind of, I'm all for it. But the Ozpin thing trips me up. But I just just don't think about it, and it's okay. And just ignore him when his eyes start to glow, and then when he glows back in, it's all good. So, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Uh, Delaney. This is the new Catang. This is he is uh, Oscar's for Oscar's. <laughs> How wait? I'll, dare let me, let, it totally let me explain. Is. Oscar's. Oh, this is what they're actually there. This is what they're going for. Oscar's. Totally Oscar's is. fourteen and uh, Ruby is sixteen. This, they, they have the same age yeah. gap. And this Oscar is, is uh, Ro- Roku yeah, is the yeah. same thing as uh, Ozpin. No. And uh, no. it's what they're going for. A hundred percent. No, it totally <laughs> is. It totally no. is. It's like Roku wow, doesn't yeah. randomly possess <laughs> Aang. Isn't that what the, yeah. isn't that what the Avatar state is? Like, isn't that what that is? It really, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it basically, it's, less, it's much less creepy and happens a lot less often. <laughs> yeah. And we also, like... How dare you as- also bring up the past lies, which you know I'm sensitive <laughs> about. Like, you're attacking on so many different levels right now, and I don't appreciate I'm it. I'm feeling so attacked right now. That's the, yeah, that's, that is. But it's true. It's true. It, the, it well, makes this show, sense. The, as we've talked about a lot, Ruby's just trying to be Avatar, and um, this this yeah. is what they're trying to do. Naturally, they take the cutest part of Avatar <laughs> and make it as creepy as possible. Well, maybe, like, we don't really understand the full logistics of their bond, because... Yeah. It sounds like at some point they'll just like morph and become one in their head, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, and uh, yeah, so maybe it's fine. We'll find out. I don't know. Oh, see, the whole thing, like he still has <laughs> so his memory. So he still remembers being Ruby. Yeah, see, that's your nope, yeah. It's not okay. Bye. And also know. being like in a mortal yes. being at the same time too. Right. So yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. we talked last week. I, There's a lot of levels yeah, to this yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah. Last podcast, we we basically arrived at the place you guys are talking about, where it seems like they will merge into one soul eventually, and it does seem like Ozpin is retaining his memories. So he, this is very cre- this is a very uh, terrible power uh, balance thing going on with the, this. This yep. is Ruby's former uh, principal. Loves those gray yeah, eyes. So yeah. Um, so nice. Yeah. If so you creepy. can ignore all that, uh, was wasn't them? Wasn't them uh, ha- fighting? cute though like that was great so like, cute. Uh, it was great Very yeah cute. so this is the new hot ship delaney and uh this is what everyone's talking about <laughs> and the rose garden i love i love that you like uh unprompted brought up that you <laughs> you like this more than ruby john like this, this is oh yeah this is obviously there's there's this honestly anything there's, the, would there's be this 30 seconds in the, the episode when ruby goes up to uh there's the shot of ruby in the middle between oscar and uh john and she's like oh no and he's like oh i i post, I post in the discord ruby and her two boys oh like, <laughs> <laughs> this no. is what the show is doing now like these are the these are the two men in ruby's life it's, don't let there be like a love triangle love tri- it's no nope, that's what they're doing the lancaster horrible. rose garden triangle um <laughs> I think all of us are on Rose Garden uh, is better than Lancaster. Yep. So we all agree. <laughs> at least, at least we got that. Even with the like God living in his head, who it's still better her. than John. It's still better than John. Yeah. Yeah. It's for sure. I, I will say this episode somehow has this has the thirty seconds of Ruby comforting both uh, both John and uh, or like talking about how oh you guys both don't have your semblances and these are two characters that are just like representative of terrible things about Ruby and it was just a sweet scene to be honest like there it, it, like there really was nothing wrong with it and I kind of enjoyed it um, and gotta admit I was with the Rose Garden thing happening I was not as enraged when she was talking and comforting Jean, because I was like, I see 
I see a way out of that relationship at this point. So <laughs> that made me feel happy. Uh, yeah, I guess this... It was okay because awesome. Jean wasn't talking. Yeah, J- yeah that yeah, helped John... too. That's why it was okay because he hasn't been talking the entire season. Yeah, that, that's a, yeah, that's another thing that they've improved on is they. this really yeah. hasn't been the Jean season. Yeah, it's we've been folk. And listening to yeah. Ozpin talk through this adorable like, <laughs> I love that. kid works because I'm like, okay. I know Ozpin's talking, but Oscar's so cute. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I really like the sound design, by the way, on Osman talking through Oscar. I thought that was well, well done. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's just it's so absurd that it's just like kind of fun at this point. Like, I, oh yeah. <laughs> It's uh, this whole it's nuts. this whole situation is uh, at least at least where we had fun with it this episode. But yeah, they're they're training in hand to hand combat, um, and uh, I, we as we talked about last week, why does Ruby need to learn hand to hand combat? It's just an excuse to do whatever here. There's she just she's gonna have her weapon on her at all times. Yeah, um, it's giving us time to get all of them back together. I think. Yeah. This is, this is at least we're doing ranger stuff here. Um, new new hot theory from Discord is that uh, Ruby, when Team Ruby re- reunites, Oscar will join uh, Ranger without Ruby to form Orange. Or O R N J. There's team, yeah, team totally. Orange. That makes sense. Yeah, that could happen. Their name makes way more sense than Ranger, so. <laughs> That's I, I, we, in terms of colors, yeah, we talking, I, was talking, I had a lot of problem with the colors behind this. But is there a team blue? Is there a team red? red? Like okay, but um, it's yeah. So uh, we'll see what they do with Oscar here. The Osmond stuff in him. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. We. We. I want. I want to talk more about Rose Garden, but I think we'll have plenty of time this season. <laughs> this season to get into it. I love their name. Their name's great. Yeah, it, it's. It's great. It's the best ship on the show. Obviously, everyone. And also, everyone you know, that. there's going to be angst when Yang shows up and is like, "No, I learned this thing about Ozpin." Oh and then yeah, Oscar's gonna be like, "Oh no!" Yeah, true. And then Ozpin's like crying, and yeah, then Oscar's exactly. like, "Get out of my head!" Blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah after, after, after you yeah. messed up my chance with Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah, that's great. what Oscar's going to say. Yeah, that's. That's true. After uh, after Raven indoctrinates Yang and Weiss about uh, Ozpin, whether it's true or not, who knows? But we'll and then they'll address it. OK, um, but yeah, as, as mentioned a lot, we have a clear explanation of auras and semblances here in a way that we haven't gotten a while from the show. Um, I will say the show, this episode redefines what auras are in a way that I did not perceive them at all to be. Um, basically Ren explains that you have to specifically activate your defensive aura and that eventually it'll become secondhand nature and that you will just activate it on your own. But it is not something that is an innate part of who you are. It is not a health bar or like a shield. I totally thought it was. It is not just a shield that's always like, it's, it's, which is, it, it's something that you have to like, it's like a shield that you have to hold up by pressing a button. Like, it's not just something that's, it's not just your health bar at the top. And, um, I had zero concept that this was the case until now. It kind of contradicts what happened in season one as well, in a way, because remember how Jean couldn't get his order to happen and then Pira just like, boom, there you go. You're ready to go. And I don't we didn't really see a time where he was getting hurt and was like, oh, I need to get my aura better. He was just good to go for the most part. So. Uh, to, yeah. to answer, no, I don't remember that. I blocked out all the. No, I blocked out the John happened. season one stuff. That's that's. I do remember <laughs> that, and I agree. It was in a season. It was in a, an episode with a good Ruby fight. That's okay. the only reason uh, why I remember. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, Delaney, what do you think of yeah. this uh, this potential retconning of of auras? I mean, nothing in this show makes sense anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, I'm fine. I mean, it makes more sense that it's act- that you have to activate it, and that like it makes more sense that way. To explain, like, when Adam just murders people, yes, I hate yes. him so much. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. No, no, at the end, I'll get your take on Adam stuff. Yeah, we haven't gotten there. But, oh. but yeah, this, it's true. Oh, we, we've yeah, always talked ready. about, like, Delayed, how, how are people just hurt so right, so quickly if auras are a thing that exists? And this potentially does yeah. help explain away some of that, that it, it is a thing you need to spit. Maybe, so maybe. If so like you can kill people by surprise, yeah. which, like, okay. Yeah. That's fine, I guess. And it explains like the fights, like like Yang's fight at the beginning of this episode too, right? How she could just hurt them and they're down. It wasn't just because she's such a good fighter, which she is, yeah. but they also don't have auras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The impression you also get here is that only like strong huntsmen get auras. Like not everyone. Right, like not everyone yeah, has yeah. one, which is why not everyone's a hun- hunter or not or like a hunt- yeah. huntsman and a huntress. 
Yeah, so I think this this is probably like a correct thing to do because it explains away a lot of bad things that the a lot of like logic gaps that the show has had. I'm not clear if this was an, an original intent of the show of the show's mythology, and they just it didn't explain it well before, or if it's a retcon. Either way, I don't think it matters. At least we are like clearly explaining something um, surrounding yeah. auras. Um, and semblances, we get them laid out a little bit more, which is it's your own superpower. Ruby moves fast. Uh, electricity makes uh, Nora stronger. And Ren can mask emotions, correct, uh, in our analysis for that last season. And John, mm-hmm. he doesn't have his yet. Um, so, uh, and and as we talked about, Ren also says this might be related to your personality. Um, overall, just this is, a, even though this doesn't really give us anything in terms of semblances that we didn't know before, um, I think that uh, it's great to lay it out there in a more explicit state because it's just been a recurring joke to us that the show just like written. I just can't believe it took until like volume five. Like it just <laughs> astounds me. Yeah, it's like two sentences of explanation. We're like, oh, okay, now we get it. Give us some examples. Yeah. Also, Nora got struck by lightning and was fine. Like that. That's, that's pretty a, funny. That's kind I of did backstory. Enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I, I like yeah. that for Nora. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, and and the point, uh, of course, the thing we're referring to that the show didn't do it into not everything had been implied about what they're saying up until this point. Like the the show had really never yeah. explicitly said literally anything about semblances. So it wasn't even implied. Like you like. It was like you had to be Sherlock Holmes to figure this yeah, out. It took like, a while to yeah to to get there. Yeah, so um, I think that's a much better approach. And the fact that they're they're so willing early on in the season to lay it out and they hadn't before really just does like are, like really they're listening. Like this, they're correcting their flaws yeah. here. Like I didn't think this was something they'd ever do. Um, it's also good to do this too if um, Jean not having a semblance is going to become a thing because we would have been extra angry if we didn't have something like this. And then like an episode in the future deals with Jean and um, Oscar having to figure out their semblance. Like at least we have some sort of a ground base of what we're actually talking about with this, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Doesn't this mean Ospins had like a bajillion semblances and we need to know all of them so he can explain semblances better, please. Yeah. I just assume that he would have his magical one. Whatever it is, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd seen not. some spe- people speculating that is do, is Ozpin's semblance this curse of reincarnation? Like, is that his original semblance? Um, or he does like glow each time it happens. So I think that's on the maybe. table, but we really don't know yet. Um, so we yeah. we need a little bit more explanation. Yeah, Ozpin just says it's a curse and it's from the gods. So uh, we don't we don't really mm-hmm. know how any of that works. Um, Okay, uh, Delaney corner time. Um, let's get your, before we wrap over, let's get your brief take. You missed the Adam. Uh, believe me, we went off on this, on this podcast, Delaney. When Adam oh, yeah. uh, murdered a new character, Sienna Khan, um, in, uh, in uh, episode two. I'm still angry. Yeah, so uh, the 30-second the Delaney reaction to the Adam scene. Um, it was awful, obviously, and they need to stop doing it in, like, this real, like, his weapon's a sword, so it doesn't matter, like, in, ugh, every time, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Already dissolving so to earth. and awful, and I hate him, and he, like, whispers in her ear, and I'm like, go away. Like, I want someone to stab him with his sword, please. Like, I hate him so much, it was awful. We just met Sienna, her character design is super cool, and I was, I really liked her immediately, because she wanted to, she was like, I'm gonna execute you, and I was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, but even like Hazel's mad at Adam about it but then he just sits in his chair and he's like legs are spread and he's just like yeah I'm just chilling I thought I was just, like I hate him so much his hair's stupid and his face is stupid and I just hate him so much why does he never take the mask off that's he's nuts. stupid. That's he's why so no, he's just, a, he's he just an lord. yeah that's that's why so I hate him yeah. so much yeah um okay Cosine. Any uh, Haley on that podcast said uh, that maybe uh, Sienna's alive. <laughs> Crazy theory time. Where, where do thoughts? Um, I that'd be really cool. I doubt it. <laughs> I I also really doubt it, but I just really want it to be true. But I doubt yeah. it. So a little bit more support for that in the Discord, but um, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, it's not happening. Don't worry, it's not. It's not, it's not it. No, it probably won't. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. We don't need like reanimated bodies. So yeah, we can get both of your takes on this one too. Last week, uh, Steve was on and presented a very cool theory, which is that um, Cinder is kind of we're kind of bouncing around full topics here, but uh, we we switching people, so we had people's takes on things. Steve's new theory is that Cinder is um, grooming. Uh, or Salem is grooming Cinder 
to mm-hmm. uh, eventually take over her body, much like Ozpin is reincarnating. Not necessarily that Salem reincarnates too, but that Salem is going to, like Salem's really old and eternal like Ozpin. So Salem is having Cinder accumulate all of the maiden powers and then will um, take over her body and then she will have all these powers. I mean, it makes sure. sense given yeah. he, when she's like, you'll have the power, like, or she's like, there's not too much more I can do for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I also, mean, Austin said it was like the reason he reincarnates is because of Salem. Right. So, right? Sa- Salem's so. also, yeah, uh, yeah, Ozpin's thousands of years old, Salem is as well. Yeah. 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 So, I'm sure. Why not? I'm down for to that. Me, to me, this the, the biggest thing about this theory is that it makes sense why Salem cares so much about Cinder. Um, why that they're always mm-hmm. like, why? Yeah, she if, if she's grooming her, like, is is it? Does Cinder know that this is the plan? Probably not. So she'll just. Uh, Probably. I, I'm not. I'm, I would not be about killing Cinder though and taking over her body. I guess. Also, what are what are the logistics of her? taking all the other maidens powers is that something that can actually right, right. happen that, that's a, that's like, a separate do you just thing. get that's, doubly as strong yeah, that's a separate thing that's something i've always thought that mm-hmm. we're going with cinder is that we're just gonna have cinder be the avatar and take all of the maidens powers but if the yeah. maidens have all the same powers like uh our current maiden lightning then, doesn't make much then sense. Uh, maybe it just boosts your power maybe it's like a four 25 full like uh powers yeah, yeah so <laughs> maybe it makes her strong enough to become whatever yeah, uh I, salem is yeah, is also. Salem a demon? Is she? Uh, yeah, what is she a god? Like, what? what yeah, so a lot, a lot of questions here. Okay, um, but uh, we'll, we'll maybe we'll address some of these things in the next three seasons, but probably not this season. So, uh, light, this this is it for <laughs> lighting the fire. Um, mostly, we had positive things to say. Good stuff, uh, Delaney. Final thoughts here. Um, the only thing that matters is that Weiss and Yang hub, and I cried, so it was good. <laughs> Uh, I, I cried 10 out of 10. Yep, there you go. Uh, Haley, final thoughts. I'm very happy. I'm just so, so happy that we finally have at least one reunion. Because that really, I my greatest fear going into the season was that we weren't going to get a re- reunion until like the finale. Because I've been like, I've been liking the season. It's been good. But that was something where I was like, oh, that, that would just really suck. So at least having these two brought together and very clear ways of bringing the rest all together is making me feel so much better about this season. And just having them together is so good and makes the show a million times better than it is with them apart. So I'm so happy at the end of the season. And also my weird new ship that I enjoy is also going to be interesting to see how that progresses Haley, but, number one on the rose uh, yeah. garden train mark it down i see i la- last <laughs> podcast at the end i was like okay guys i'm gonna be troll shipping rose garden don't tell delaney no. and like i didn't even need to because Haley's actually shipping it so we- <laughs> well I'm, I'm shipping it but also with like just a little caveat as well like like a little asterisk well, a big, i think it's a big asterisk to- like this is- <laughs> it's a big asterisk <laughs> i know i know oh it's not, no minor thing <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> I want to be oblivious and ignorant about it, but I can't. There's ways. Of, there's ways of this be. being resolved. If Ozpin is freed from there his is. reincarnation curse, maybe Oscar can yeah. eventually live on his own. That seems like an end game thing, though. Okay. So that's a season twelve thing. That's not now. Um, yeah. They them chatting made me happy. Okay. So there yeah. you go. Uh, there no, you go. I, I'll, I, I still <laughs> and Weiss and Yang hugging right. made me extra super happy. So very happy. Yeah, it is. No, it's just a very happy episode. Yeah, the the uh, I smiled a lot. Yeah, all the all the team ranger stuff. Yeah, just had happy music behind it. It it was very fun. And yep, uh, best episode in a long time of the show. Very, very, very excited to see uh, if we can build on this going forward oh the one thing i want to say i don't i think that it's a heavy favorite not to have any more ruby reunions next next episode because you need to consider that we need to address many things that involve not ruby reuniting um the this raven talk from this episode needs to happen we need to see the uh blake stuff finish in menagerie so i think we're going to go back to blake there's no blake this episode so i think we'll go back to menagerie and then also we haven't checked in on villains in a while there's a million villain things we need to do uh that were set up two episodes ago so i think that potentially um nothing uh reading stuff next episode although you know i didn't expect it this episode either so yeah but we might get even like a uh a background or flashback kind of thing with raven's chat as well which could eat up a decent amount of time so yeah i agree i don't think we're gonna get another reunion for at least another episode probably two i would think but um we may get spoiled so you never know we will see 
Um, also, uh, we are definitely on World of Remnant watch. Um, I think we are a heavy favorite to have a World of Remnant next week. Um, so um, not uh, please I'm, no. I'm not anticipating Chapter Five being next week, although we will not know until later in the week. And um, but whenever Chapter we will know, we won't be doing a podcast that's World of Remnant. But whenever Chapter Five comes out, we'll have a podcast about it. So um, definitely subscribe to us overlyanimated.com on YouTube. Subscribe there. Um, do not miss any of our upcoming Ruby content. Let us know what you thought of any of the discussions we had on this episode. Leave your comments on overlyanimated.com. On uh, click on the article. You can leave a comment there on YouTube in the comments or join the discussion on discord at overlyanimated.com slash discord um a lot of a lot of ruby talk a lot of theorizing it's 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 a good it's an easy show to just like kind of endlessly speculate on because everything is up in the air so uh you can... and we have what like fifteen thousand seasons right, yeah. coming up and, so uh, we've got yeah, a we're on time. five out of 13 at least so there you go yeah um okay there's plenty of time to figure all this yeah, out last thing is uh uh, you can uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially patron of the podcast, Lucas, AK Rocco. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, th- we are entering the busiest week in overly animated history. So you really want to subscribe not to miss anything. Starvember, new Steven episodes, um, Steven Universe episodes, uh, and then Ladybug, Mr. Gons, this show. Um, and we are also on 500th podcast countdown. This is podcast 490. Um, so when uh, in nine more podcasts, the 500 podcast will go up, which I've already recorded, and it's great. So uh, don't miss any of that. Subscribe to us at overlyanimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.